Welcome back to Range Anxiety, and we got to thank uh, Lelu Schifrin for that intro theme. Does anyone know what it was? Yep, the theme from Dirty Harry, and uh, just like my host who introduced, no, well, actually, I'm the host, my co-host, who will introduce himself in a minute, he hates everyone. Welcome back. Me, Paul Housen. Hello, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Oh, she's shopping. She probably can't hear this. Well, up. Uh, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Yeah, everyone would know that one, you reckon? No. <laughs> 1972. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Even you were only a little lad then, surely. Yeah. What, about 20? <laughs> Stein. <laughs> um, no, yeah, these are the movies that formed our life. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like Mustafa, the, the black guy in it, the African-American guy, and Harry, like, he's eating his hot dog and they're robbing the bank and he... You know, I fired five shots or only six, but being this is a, a, a Colt forty-five, the most powerful handgun in the world, will blow your head clean off. It will. It will. And Mustafa's like, I got to know. Remember? And he goes, empty. Yeah, done. Oh, and great that's scene. it. That's great how scene. My, it was. That's yeah. how my my weeks uh, my weeks been. It's been a bit like that. There's been what, very been lucky, punk. <laughs> uh, do you? Do you feel lucky? No, I didn't. I haven't been feeling very lucky this week no. because um, I've uh, been at the mercy of you know a fair bunch of crack heads. <laughs> Look, people are allowed to have activities, particularly when they're working on their car, but they shouldn't have crack activities. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it would be the only way to explain some of the some of the shit. I've covered this before that we see now is so bad. Yeah, like I have a checklist, right? Basically, like. You know when you're working on one of the big rigs up at BHP and have a checklist of the way things are done, right? Damn straight we do, yep. I have a checklist for when people book in cars. If Is it working for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read one. I need more operational OHS oh, yeah. guidelines. But you know, okay, did you did you do this yourself? Yes. Are you a mechanic? No. Bonk, have you done bonk. one before? Kinda can't remember. Um uh, do you have any like drug habits? No. <laughs> um, and you know, is this a drift car? That's one of my favourites. Yes, they're and all they go, drift cars. Or, it's, or well, if it's a Commodore, it's a skid car. Yeah. The next question I ask, and oh, did we talk about this last one? Does it have rear brakes? Yes. Well, we yes. didn't talk about the we rear have, brakes. Yeah. So anyway, I got this one in, and it was no, not a drift car, not a skid car. Apparently, show car. Well, definitely not a show car. <laughs> You've just seen it. <laughs> And they were quite amazed it didn't run, um, and I couldn't tune it. And yeah. Why? Why do you reckon I couldn't tune it? They were, they were, they thought I didn't really try hard enough, and I suppose I didn't. So I reckon I, I could have tried a bit harder. Yeah. Did you see it? I did see it. it was it the lack of compression on uh, one cylinder? Well, it could have been a compression lacking thing, but I think I think the biggest problem with it was was that they didn't. They've broken a head bolt. Yes. And that's a diesel you can hear. Is, is, that's the sound that's that's the sound of pollution. Okay. Rolling coal. Rolling coal. And so they've broken a head bolt but just sat it back in there. Yeah, that's why I thought there might have been a lack of compression over that side. Oh, possibly. It didn't run too good, but I think the amount of coolant that it was ingesting <laughs> and then blowing out uh, was actually working as a compression. Yep. You know, yep. like a like when you buy rings in a can. You know, uh, red ones for petrol engines, blue ones for diesel yes. engines. Because yeah. when they had that fired up, getting it onto the trailer, sounded good, didn't it? You know what? I, yes. Yeah. yes, had yes, some lope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tune that in? Was it a ghost yeah. can? No, I think I think it's got a ghost cylinder, <laughs> which could be the problem. So it's yep. about a V a V seven point two. Yeah. Well, water injection, five liter. 
Yeah, well, you take that 700 out, yeah, an yeah, LS15 yeah. liter. But yeah, look, I'm seeing more and more of this bodgy shit. It's getting worse now because, as I've said before, lockdown causes it. But over the years, I've seen some rippers. Like, yep. you know, a guy that wired in um, one of the very early Microtechs and uh, didn't work, couldn't fire up the engine. It was in the VL of all things, and it got towed to us. And uh, one of the, in the Microtech instructions, it wasn't Dom's fault, Microtech said, you know, you find a good clean earth. So he had the main earth lead running into a pot of African violet mix potting dirt. <laughs> that was the best clean <laughs> earth you could find. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Is that That's, good? He's an ideas man. He's an ideas man, but <laughs> it wasn't those good ideas. Wasn't the kind of earth that no, we were, that they were no. looking for? And I mean, uh, you see, doing shit in your back shed isn't really the pinnacle. What is? We were discussing the pinnacle earlier. What is the pinnacle of thoroughness, checklisting, and engineering? And we we both agreed it has to be aviation. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's a lot at risk. There's a lot on the line when you got an aircraft up in the air. You don't want Lisa, Dodget and Bodget working on these things, do you, really? But Dodget and Bodget do, don't they have an airplane in the family? Yeah. Oh, no, no, oh, actually, no, you haven't, more. yeah, I'm yeah, not going to be yeah. confused that. <laughs> PPRE, yes, uh, of Anglevale, had to have an aircraft in the family, so that's where all the thoroughness And another the, one on the way. And another one on the way, yeah. so that's what, what yeah. it's breeding. <laughs> kind of. His old man's making another one. I He's thought when he said handy. it was fucked, it, you meant it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, so, you know, you can trust your Wuhan war whistle when they, these same guys can build an that aircraft. That thing has been thoroughly looked over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we know everything that's wrong with it. What is the red... Which one? With the Wuhan. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Red Baron. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's one thing. I've been asked to tune a lot of ultralights over the years, and I always say no. Yeah, Subaru that's, motors yeah, yes. A lot of Subis are used in them. Imagine, imagine, imagine. And you're not insurance. a fan of the Subi motor. Oh, there's no, certain I don't mind ones Subies. that you're not a fan of, though, isn't there? Isn't, don't they have some dodgy uh, in the mix? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. EJ25s, 257s, yeah, that rotten thing. So there's ones to stay away from. There's ones if you're going to The best build a ones. The, where's Subaru? I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but sometimes, you know, I don't go back and listen to every old Epicast, but where Subaru lost the plot, right? Yep. There were good Subarus. Where they lost the plot is when they took the spare wheel off the motor. <laughs> we had a Subaru Leone wagon. Yeah, did they spare... have the spare wheel on yeah, the motor? Yeah, yeah. That's bloody good, isn't it? Yeah, kept it warm. Ever since then, though, they've only got worse and worse and worse. Now, listen to this There's thing in the background. That's... diesel running. What's going on here? Yeah, it's, it's just... <gasps> oh, look at that. Oh, and you forgot to pay. That's all right, though, as long as you don't come back. It's fantastic. Yeah, so I was... You know how I do, do a little bit of work for Kevin at Process West? Yes. Well, I'm trying to talk him in. He's not very keen on the idea, right? Right. So he makes good intercoolers, you know, the Verti cooler, top mounts, front mount kits for Subarus. Lots of nice oh, stuff. Beautiful stuff. And I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. What I was trying to talk him into was doing a little water-to-air front mount and making a spare tyre mount for the, the manifold. <laughs> Getting a low manifold. Imagine that! Getting a little space saver yeah. back under the bonnet of an USTI where it belongs. Yeah, that's a good idea. I can't see it being a big market though. Well, I think all the Baja guys would go crazy. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. You can have two spare wheels in your car for <laughs> off-roading. Yeah, okay. When you're wheeling your Subaru. And how are you going to market this one? What's it going to be called? Uh, You're usually the ideas man with the marketing. Yeah, well, that's me. I did yeah. come up with the name Verticaller. I think you we'll did. call it the 
uh, Subaru Spare Cooler. Sounds uh, um, lame. Uh, process West Cool Spare. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Kevin, if you're listening to this, no, don't that's a bad do idea. It. Don't yeah. do it. But it would be bloody cool. So what bodgy shit have you seen? You know what? When you mentioned this just a minute ago about bodgy stuff, it made me think, not bodgy stuff as such, but a lot of ingenuity I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know when people do things creatively as well? No. Like, I'll, I'll tell you one I did. <laughs> and this, yeah. this works. My brother, he, he had an old FC Holden, 1960 FC Holden. The yeah. thing was mint. Had yeah. the original grey motor, the whole bit. was yeah. a very good car. Very good. He found an original two-barrel manifold they used on some special models back then right and he couldn't get it to run it ran like a sack of shit yeah i come and had a look at it and i i cut a coke can and used it as an insulator placed it under one of the carby so that looked like it had two but it only ran off the one yeah ran sweet yeah <laughs> yeah that's, i've seen that number before that's that's just ingenuity not you can call that bodgy, but it worked. Well, you could have put a little valve on there with a switch. Could have been bimodal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a thought. No, that but is that, that, is that actually worked. We have, as you know, I'm in the mine, so mm. some of the rules up there are very, very thorough. Now we have cars yeah, because people might die. Yes, and we have speed limited vehicles. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Now this was a many, many moons ago, so. Yeah. <laughs> It should be all right. <laughs> we, we, we got these cars in, and every one of them, we used to normally just weld a bar so you could not accelerate any further. Yeah. Yeah, or lock the pump, diesel pump yep. up, so it would only travel so far. 30 k's, that's it. Yeah. Got these new V8s in. When they went to the single turbo V8 yep. Land yep. Cruiser, the accelerator pedal them's fly-by-wire, isn't it? Mm. We, we tried doing the plate thing there, and it seemed to work. But the boys found, with it being fly-by-wire, they mm. could unbolt it from the floor, and place washers behind yeah. it, bolt it back down, and it looked like no one had been there. It's almost yeah. like a, a bit of race craft, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. That gave them maybe only another five kilometres an hour, but makes a big difference when you're racing. Yeah, through the mines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a bloody that good idea. Ingenuity, dodgy. Yeah. Probably not a good thing because the boss was not impressed. You never had anything to do with that, did you, B Shit, BHPHR no. department? I, You're I the one that took it apart, put it back to normal. Oh, you dobber. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. Oh, no one likes a dog, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't here in Pentridge. <laughs> That's it. You're still running. I don't know. Mm, You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> um, crimes against humanity with that bloody adventurer. Um, yeah, so. There's been lots of dodgy shit we've all seen over the years, but like I say, it's getting worse, and we've got to blame COVID for it because COVID has given people the time to do these stupid things. And I think it's not so much a time because we haven't we've had nothing in the way of lockdowns here in South Australia. Touch wood, thank God. Um, but the doubling of the unemployment benefit has yeah. allowed some of them to invest in Wish as well as <laughs> BWS. Yeah. yeah, and they go hand in hand. Don't they, they normally, well, yeah. well, I've seen an adventurer build out of it. <laughs> no unemployment benefits, yeah. but Wish and BWS yeah. or Dan's. Good, good people down there at Dan Murphy's. Yeah. Exactly, great. And if you'd like to sponsor us <laughs> yeah. with some goods, we can probably record another Streco 2 for you. That's it. <laughs> it just yeah. might need to be a lot. Um, R rated version. Yeah, not with you in it, mate. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> not X. <laughs> no, I don't know that. I don't want to know. Um, well, we do have a black cab here. 
a fake taxi. <laughs> and luckily, I, it's got a blast screen in it. So I can sit in the front and talk to you on the... Intercom. Uh, it's got an intercom. Yeah, where you yeah. Actually, you got the intercom working. In yeah, it, I you? had a bit of a play in there. Not that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Jesus. Oh, blast screen and all. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and a tissue dispenser. Um, yeah, so we've got a little bit off track here. but Yeah, but dodgy shit, you reckon it's gotten worse? Yeah, it's got yeah. a lot worse. But you, that may be what you see. Well, I see it It's not as much um, out and out dodgy shit. It's just people trying to make stuff that they probably shouldn't be trying to make. Like, a, like an engine run? It, it, well, yeah. So I don't know if it's not, if it's bodgy, nah. but... People, they you got the internet, you get online, you watch a YouTube video, now you're a tuner. Can't, no, it's me. not that. It's not that. No, it's cam installs and stuff that mates do for mates, and they've right. just got no, no, zero idea. Okay. Right? Like, none. That's what I see. But let's go back to some more bodginess. I'm actually starting to get nervous now just thinking about it. <laughs> I had... Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of drift cars. There were some very, very, very good drift cars in Formula Drift. And I think even Whiplash, that drift car was quite a good drift car. Yeah, it was a nice car. We worked around some reasonable cars in the day, but they got worse and worse. And I remember having one come in. It, was, it would have been a decade ago now. And it was on the dyno. It was an SR. Always SRs. Always yep. the bloody SRs. Turned the fan on with the bonnet up and a bonnet, you know, like a bonnet rod under it, like a broom, because that's what you use for a bonnet <laughs> rod. Because they didn't that's have it. a bloody bonnet rod. And the um, when I turned the dyno fan on, it blew the bonnet off the hinges and just <laughs> flung it across the room, <laughs> smashed into something else, and it's like oh, sorry. Was it still bolted on? Like it? Yeah, it where it snapped off, off, but it had yeah. been broken and, and folded about yeah. fifty times, so yeah. it just it just it just flew apart. Yeah, there's a lot of that fiberglass. It's shit. It is pretty good. If you want the good stuff, you've got to go and see Corporal. Christian Pickering <laughs> from Corporal Industries. He'll hook, hook you up with the good stuff. <laughs> he he, he, he listens is. to this. Yeah, I'm sure he does. He's, he's a, and he's a drifter from way back. Yeah, now, now, Corporal, his cars were always pretty good. Uh, they've actually probably, his have probably got a little bit better. His were pretty good, but he, the difference was between then and now, his cars are really high standard now. They're really high standard then, but back then he actually used to use them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, now they're like auto saloon drift cars. <laughs> okay. But no, they're, they're actually very nicely done. So don't, don't, I'm not bagging you here, Christian. So pull your head in. Um, but the, the cable tie was almost invented because of drifting. It was. And I remember when we'd go to a race meeting and there'd been drift prack or pracky or whatever they used to call it yep. on the night before. We, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd get there on um, the Sunday for a meeting and drift rack was on Saturday night and if you're hot you know you paid 150 bucks for a shed it was just a sea of coolant oil and cable ties and then you'd see the drivers coming going mental for you'd, all the oil oh you'd step in it you'd step in it in your race shoes so when you get on the pedals you'd be slipping off the pedals yep. you're driving along so an open wheel and you'd be flinging cable ties and spark plug-ins at your visor yep. Yeah, because none of them knew what a broom was they thought it was to hold up the bonnet not to sweep the bloody floor with and we both know about the the plastic coke bottle whatever you're going to use as the catch can under the bonnet well yeah. i've, I've yeah. seen it multiple times i've actually had one catch fire on the yeah. dyno <laughs> that's that's awesome i've seen them fill and just they just puke under the bonnet anyway they blow off under the bonnet i mean they're they're not a good idea i've seen someone that races in classic targa competition with a 944 turbo beautifully beautiful in, in in you know dr evil fingers <laughs> beautifully prepared car 
that made his son drink a two-litre apple juice and then used that <laughs> as the catch can. And guess what? It melted and puked everywhere. What a day. Unheard of. Unheard of. You know? And it was like, oh, it was the cheapest way to get a catch can. Yep. He really, yep. He really found it in the bin. You know, <laughs> he's a tip turkey, that one. He uh, was looking for cans anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually was. <laughs> he was. Mate. Yeah, it's like, oh, my back stuffed. I can't move. I can't work. I can't do anything, mate. There's a Coke can rolling down the street. It's like Linford Christie. It's, it's like like an Olympic decathlete chasing you. Yeah. Ten cents. Nice. And I'm there, dude, it's ten cents. Tax free. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, yeah, look, the bodginess goes all the way up. But it, like I said, it's got a lot worse. And it's, it, I think drifts reached that bottom. It's a bit like the stock market. It went up and up and up. Then it has a big crash. Like they've had their financial crisis you know the drift cars and they're slowly starting to get better again yeah yeah and you know they, they, so they're riding they're in like a bull market it's it's what's available too now is that going to make it harder what do you mean we, well the Hello, COVID Barrow. price yeah, yeah the COVID prices they've, they've priced themselves out what yeah. are they going to be drifting now uh, it'll be the same cars just being handed down and down and down there's going to be nothing new is there well, I suppose, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's nothing new you can buy to make into a drift car. No, no. So I suppose you are just regurgitating the same old so shit. But I think a lot of them will meet their uh, their grave so that there'll be less of them of yeah. a higher quality. Yep. I mean, there are people turning 86s and stuff into drift cars and, you know, two Jay-Zing them and one Jay-Zing them and all of this sort of caper. So, But are they collectibles now? Are they are they heading that way? Like a th- R32 GDR, what's a price I don't on think one it of I don't think a late model 86 or BRZ is ever going to be collectible. Ever going to be? No, no. Never be worth money? I wouldn't have thought so. What about the SRs? The SR20, is that going to be priced out soon? Oh, they, probably, but it just people like, who would want one? A drifter? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, nah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's all this VVTIL QVER heads that they put on, and apparently they rev to, you know, there's all these myths that they rev to 16,000 RPM and make all this power. You can make any engine make power, providing you throw enough money at it. Yeah, yep. And that might be a nice little combo, I don't know, but it's just, it just never really interested me. Yep. You know, so um, I'm getting ready for my move. So. Right. Yeah, right. and I'm I've been looking at a couple of decent sized hoists to put in. Oh, I don't even know how to put that on a hoist, but I'll, I'll get it. A, I th- I'm sure I'll learn. Okay. Have to be a four poster so I can drive onto Gareth's it. Gareth's gonna have to move out there. No, Gareth will run this, and I'll just be like remote. <laughs> I'll just team viewer in. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so we're getting ready for that big move. So I'm, I'm going to need some assistance in the workshop. So I've bought, I'll put a deposit on new robot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, uh, you know, what do you think? Yeah, if it comes to fruition, I mean, even Gareth might be working remote. You just have a couple of robots standing. The Tesla robot. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, apparently it can only run at five mile per hour, and it can only lift 75 kilowatts. Faster than all of us. But it's friendly, (laughs) so you can probably outrun it or push it over if it decides to attack. Yeah, okay. So it's friendly, but if it decides to attack... That was coming out of uh, Musk's mouth. It's friendly. It's but... designed to be friendly, but it's neural, so it can learn, right? Okay. So you might not want to teach it the yeah, wrong thing. Yeah, you wouldn't want it hanging about down here. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've got to be yeah. careful of the robot. So I'm going to get this robot, and the robot comes with full self-drive, so that um, if you want... Remember this car? It wasn't this one. It was the blue one, I think. Tried to kill you. 
Yes, it did try to kill me. Yep. Now I can put a robot in the passenger in the driver's seat of your Commodore that will be able to drive your car with the same algorithms to try and kill you as well. <laughs> no doubt about that. That's friendly. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that movie like I Robot? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I preferred where they, how wasn't how he went nasty. Did he? What Space Odyssey two thousand? Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. How did go? They all go nasty in the they end. And apparently, that is. What did Stephen Hawking say? Artificial intelligence will be mankind's like proper neural machine learning will be mankind's greatest invention and possibly its last. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it's but probably he's not around anymore, so what he know? Well, he's not going to have to worry about it. No, he's not. Is he? No. You know, talking about we've moved away again from um yeah, we, dodgy dodgy shit like yeah, we do. Yeah, just but how's this for dodgy shit? There's there's cars out there now that to save money. Mm. To make them cheaper, mm. they've decided to remove the steering wheel. Yeah, that's you had great. Any thoughts well, that's on not. That? That's not. And that's not anything to do with being cheap. <laughs> you, you're trying to bait me here, right? Because <laughs> once more, you're jealous of my intimate knowledge of this area. But do and, you think that's a good idea? And the Model A, the 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 twenty three thousand dollar US Tesla. Yeah, they're talking about because in this car, the Model Three, one of the initial designs is it didn't have a steering wheel. Mm. Right. And but they're going to do this in the Model A because full self-drive will be good enough then. So you be able to sit in the car and tell it where to go, navigate on autopilot. And um, but the thing is, if you wanted autopilot in this car, you have to pay more, don't you? Or you can subscribe. Well, I can't. Well, I've got autopilot. I can't have full self-drive because our government doesn't let us. But in America now, the, well, the, the government got one thing right. Yeah, well, the situation is you can rent full self-drive by the month, a subscription fee. Okay. Or you can buy it ten thousand dollars US outright when you buy the car. Okay. I love it when I sell my mates. I'm going to buy a plaid and they, they buy. They paid Musk 10000 bucks for full self-drive in Australia. It takes some money. You just can't get it. <laughs> yeah. I see their order and go, dude, do you for real here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, they'll option it on there. But yeah, so full self-drive. And you'll have, I think, an emergency steering wheel that'll fold out of the dash or a tiller yep. of some sort yep. that yep. you could use. But yeah. Because I, I get it. I don't. You don't even actually need the steering wheel, do you? No. Because you could use the screen, surely. Yeah, you could do that. We'll sure. Wave the finger about. Well, now the gear selector and the plaids, the, the Model S is the it's all on screen. There. Or there's emergency buttons down here, but swipe that way or that way. But the car knows which way you you want to go. Like, for example, it's not going to a Model S won't take off forward here because we're parked up against a wall. It'll always know you're going backwards. Yeah. Right. So, even if even if you wanted to, you couldn't just no. Inch you can. You've just got to swipe it forward yourself. Yeah, okay. You've got to override the right. car. Yeah, so yeah. you can override the car, override the robot, you know. These but they're friendly, so it's all good. For if now. You over, if you overrule your robot, he's going to be fine with it. He can deadlift 75 kilos. <laughs> now, that's a lot more than some people can. Yeah, that still don't mean he's getting me off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I could take him. So imagine, I mean, here's my fantasy, you know. I mean, we're not going to Mars oh, anytime soon. No, no, and it doesn't involve the taxi. Or the um, yoke. Or the, or the yoke. <laughs> no, it involves a Cybertruck with three or four passenger um, robots. Yep. And we can just do whatever we want to do. <laughs> what, do what do you think about that? Your own gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, do, where is the AI? What What is the basis of the AI? Is there, is it just Musk? Is it going to be like having three Elons in the no, car? No, there's you? a guy called Andre Carpathy who runs AI there. He's ex um, uh, Stanford PhD. And oh, he, so run, he runs. going to be three nerds. 
Well, mainly people that write AI algorithms are nerds. Couldn't you just get... You're not going to get your local dude shooting pool down the pub, <laughs> writing uh, neural yeah, control yeah, systems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, next next Epicast we do together, I explain to you how neural uh, learning works. But it's like if I put 20 pictures before we go, if I put 20 pictures in front of you yep. and they're all cats or dogs, all these pictures... I can train you to determine which one, visually, you'll work out how to determine eventually which one's a cat and which one's a dog, right? Right. And to do that, you'll be building up a data set of this is a cat, this is a dog, this is a dog, this is a cat, this is a cat. And when you get one wrong, you'll there'll be an error, right? right? And that will go into the database as an error. It's hard to explain, but there's all these data points that it then builds up, but that's the only way our visual reference works, and that's the way AI works. Yeah, okay. That's a very limited, uh, basic view of it, but it's just lots and lots of data. That's AI for dummies. Yeah. Well, I don't even understand it, so <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what it is. But, Paul, we've gone terribly over time today. Yeah, it's been have. very bodgy and dodgy. And, dodgy, and yeah, we'll talk more about that. Are you prepared to help with the move? Yes. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I love a good move. How many cans in? <laughs> you supply us with a 10-pack and we'll get hardly anything done. <laughs> I know. You renovated a house for me once, right? <laughs> and with that, I'll love you and leave you.